USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise again. And my name is Ray Lance. We're always happy to have you here with me this morning. Is my partner and co-host on Money Wise, Peter Lance. So good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday to everyone. Pete, do you think you've ever lived through a recession? Absolutely. Yeah, we had a recession uh, just two years ago, right? We did. Three uh, years ago. Actually, the biggest... Uh, Decline in the GDP, I believe. I don't have that chart in front of me, but we were talking about that a few days ago. Okay, GDP is gross domestic product. Right. Um, it was the biggest decline since they've been tracking that, even more than the Great Depression. And that was at the beginning of 2020, right? Yes, um, I wasn't around then. Right after the pandemic began. Well, in any event, we're going to be talking about recession this morning because there's been so much in the news lately about recessions and. Are we in a recession? The answer technically is no, we're not in a recession yet. May we be in a recession? Yes, we might be in a recession. So we're gonna talk about what is a recession, what should you do to protect yourself, what happens during a recession. Get a lot of information to pass out today. What's remarkable is that we've been talking about this for at least six months now, probably closer to nine months, that we've been talking on the radio show probably once a month saying, are we in a recession yet? When are we going to be in a recession? And I mean, I've been saying that I think that we are. We just haven't had it announced um, yet. Well, let's start out with basically a clinical discussion and definition of what is a recession. It's nothing more than a major or significant decline in economic activity that lasts for months, sometimes even for years. So experts uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, will declare a recession whenever the nation's economy experiences a negative GDP or gross domestic product. Ironically, um, an organization um, that actually declares a recession is called the National Bureau of Economic Research, or NBER. So I'm sure most of you have not even heard of them, but that's actually the entity for um, declaring a recession, which is kind of odd. Well, some of the things that happen during a recession is that we have uh, increasing levels of unemployment, uh, falling retail sales, and income and manufacturing decline for an extended period of time. You know, I heard recently, for example, that December 2022 sales, retail sales, which typically is the best month of the year for retailers, December. Retail sales were actually down in December 2022. That's an indication that the economy is really slowing down. And it's a normal part of the economy. We do have these peaks and valleys, highs and lows, and um, it's uh, usually tech that suffers um, when we do have these recessions. And right now, tech is certainly suffering. Um, Lots of uh, tech stocks are down, and uh, they're having massive layoffs within the industry as well. Well, I think a lot of people are confused about exactly what is a recession. And there was an economist named Julius Shishkin in 1974 that came up with a few rules of thumb to define what is a recession. And the most popular definition was two consecutive quarters of declining gross domestic product. And that's what most people think of when they think of a recession for any economist, that's usually what they will mention is two um, straight economic declines in, in uh, two quarters, I should say. Well, as we know, you know, a healthy economy, and we're fortunate to live in probably the best economy in the world, a healthy economy will expand and increase over time. So if you get two quarters in a row of contracting or declining output, it suggests that we have some serious underlying problems, according to this particular economist. So that particular definition of a recession became a common standard over the years. And I'm going to repeat it one more time. 
two consecutive quarters of declining gross domestic product. So what we'd like to do this morning is talk about what causes recessions. How do you know if we're in a recession? At some point, a government agency is going to announce it. And what's the difference between a recession and a depression? And for example, the Great Depression was in 1929 and lasted for four years through the end of 1933. And the economy didn't really recover until World War II, almost 10 years later. Yeah, and again, I, I know I, I mentioned that uh, we actually had a, a larger decline in gross domestic product uh, in 2020, um, but most people think of the Great Depression as, as the worst uh, um, recession, depression, of course. Yep, and it probably was, and it was a tough time. Uh, my own mother lived through the Depression, and she had all kinds of stories about what a hardship it was for the family and how they had to try to scrimp and save money and put food on the table and everything else. But it, it really changed the mindset of so many people. Um, you know, my Nana, your mom, of course, and a lot of the people in, those, uh, of, of, in that generation who grew up during that time really scrimped and saved and knew how to stretch a dollar and save money. And it's, it's just a totally different mindset with most of the people who are around today. Right. So there's a lot of things we want to talk about this morning about, let's assume that maybe we're heading for a recession. We won't know for a short while yet. What are some of the things that everybody should be doing to prepare for a recession? Um, what are some of the financial things you could do, such as paying off debt, for example, or accumulating more money and an emergency fund. And that's one of the things that we do here is always, not just whether we're heading into a recession or not, we always like to help people um, you know, think about what bills make sense to pay off first. Um, people will often ask us, you know, does it make sense to finish paying off my mortgage with this um, smaller IRA account? I only have $15,000 left in my mortgage. Should I pay that off or should I do this? Or, well, we take a look at the, the whole picture and, and look at it in a broader scale and think, okay, well, what's your credit card debt like? You know, you're paying maybe 27% or 18% on a credit card, and maybe it makes sense, to, in most cases it does, to pay that off or at least to pay that down instead of paying down, um, you know, a 4% mortgage. So we're going to get started very shortly on what causes a recession. And I'd like to convey the message right now, right at the very beginning of our show today, Pete, that you don't necessarily have to be afraid of a recession, but you certainly ought to be thinking about some things that you could do in a very positive fashion right now to be ready in case we actually have a recession. You know, during the, the biggest recession we ever had, which was also the Great Depression, Franklin Roosevelt, the president, said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And he had to say those kinds of things to keep the uh, public attitude in a more positive way. Uh, Rosa Parks, a uh, famous civil rights leader in our country said, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. So. We want to get some very specific information out to you today, don't we, Pete? I'm talking about some very very particular things that you could do to, to protect yourself and protect your family. Absolutely. That's what we're here for, and that's what we like to do. Did um, Teddy Roosevelt say that during the Great Depression? Is that what that was? I thought that that Franklin, was... Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin Roosevelt. Okay. I was going to say, I always thought that that was a Teddy Roosevelt quote for some no. reason. I thought it was... Um, um, more of a time of war type of thing than, than a Great Depression type of thing. Nope. It was uh, Franklin Roosevelt, and one of the things he also did was uh, put into place the Social Security system during his administration. Yeah. So, um, you know, there are things that have to be done sometimes at the government level, and sometimes things need to be done at the personal level. We're going to focus today on things to be done at the personal level. So let's come back to what causes a recession. And we've already said it's uh, a period of two quarters of a real downturn in the economy. We've seen little pieces of evidence of that right now because there are a lot of layoffs happening in some of the tech companies, as you've mentioned, Pete. And we also saw a decline in sales. Um, retail sales were much less than what was predicted or expected. 
in December of 2022. And there's a number of factors that can cause a recession. It's not just, you know, one or two things, as many different factors. Uh, one of the main reasons right now is, is what's happening with inflation, what's been happening for over a year now with inflation. Okay, so I would argue that it actually starts a little bit earlier. At the beginning of 2020, we had a sudden economic shock. All of a sudden, we were thrown into the middle of a pandemic. So think of what we've been back, been through for 2020, 2021, 2022, the last three full years. We started out with a major pandemic, COVID. We've had uh, variations on COVID. Um, that caused a lot of people to think differently. And then that was followed up by a really drastic rising inflation. Right. And the market surged of uh, the second half of 2020 and into 2021. Uh, but the economy itself and, and products uh, were really in turmoil, especially because of COVID. And it was obviously unprecedented in 2020 with COVID. Nobody had ever seen anything like that before. And so, yeah, that's an economic shock. So clearly an economic shock is something that can create serious financial damage. Um, in the 70s, for example, we had problems with oil delivery. And if you can think back to that time, you probably wouldn't, but I certainly do. I remember that OPEC cut off the oil supply to the U.S. Without warning. And there were lines you know, down the street for um, just trying to get gas. Yeah, so I wonder how many people listening today will remember the times when we had people lining up for blocks and blocks waiting to get gas at a gas station. That was a serious problem. But it was. It was a big economic shock, and that is a factor that can cause a recession. Um, that was a big one in the, in the 70s with OPEC shutting off the oil to the U.S. Uh, and then, of course, uh, COVID um, was a big economic shock. And, you know, it shut down the train industry, the trucking industry, and it was hard to get supplies. Everybody remembers, of course, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get toilet paper. I mean, there was so many different things. And then the government was trying to do a good thing by offering stimulus to um, its, its citizens, but some people were doing good things with that and actually keeping up with their rent or their mortgage, and other people were going out and getting new flat screens TVs. <laughs> well, another thing that happens that causes recession is if you have excessive debt, whether it's individuals or businesses, if you take on too much debt, you have to pay the bills at some point in time. And if the debt grows to the point when you can't pay your bills, it goes into default, that's a problem. And people go into default and governments can go into default. Or if we have too much inflation. So we've talked about the fact that, yes, we had COVID. It's a serious problem. It's still not completely over. It's still with us. And then we had this serious inflation, very high inflation rates. Now, the good news on inflation, I would argue, is that um, inflation is much more under control. And think about what the government and the Federal Reserve had to do to get inflation more under control. They had to raise interest rates. And raise them again. And, and raise them again. So we're still looking at high interest rates, but that's a mechanism to try to control inflation. So we talked about recession. We talked about what's the difference between a recession and a depression. There was also a great recession, which we'll get into right after the break. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. That certainly was uh, because of excessive debt, and we'll talk about that in a, in a few minutes. Well, the last question I want to leave before the break is how long do recessions last, assuming that we go into one? Um, we have recessions every once in a while. It occurs. The average recession is usually about 11 months, but things that happen during that time are job layoffs. We're seeing some of that happening right now in the country. So we had a recession when COVID-19 first began in February of 2020. It only lasted two months. That was actually the shortest recession in U.S. history. We had the Great Recession um, in December 2007 to June 2009. That was caused in part because of a bubble in the real estate market. Yeah, the housing bubble. So we shouldn't be afraid of it, but we should recognize that, my gosh, you may be in for some more difficult financial times. And we want to talk about some of the specifics right after a short break of what can you do to predict a recession or what can you do to protect yourself. So stay tuned and we will be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 
800-888-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. And today we're talking about recession. We're probably not in a recession technically right now. And um, this morning, I'm happy that you're with me, Ray Lance and Pete Lance, and we're talking about what happens during a recession and how might it personally affect you. Well, you might lose your job during a recession because unemployment levels are typically going to rise. Right now, we have very full uh, employment. And it's it's hard to yeah, and it's hard to find uh, uh, people to fill jobs right now. We've experienced that personally. Not only are you more likely to lose your current job, it might be harder to find a job replacement because more people will be out of work. We talked again um, also about the Great Depression that lasted for about four years, um, and it really changed the mindset of people who went through that time period and um, turned them into much more. Um, scrimpers and savers and, and much more careful about money and it uh, wasn't necessarily a bad thing it must have been really tough and very long four years plus I mean the depression itself was four years but as you said the economy didn't really improve until World War II that's right um, the Great Recession uh, was caused primarily because of the housing market bubble that we mentioned briefly I have been a real estate broker since 2005 so I was about two years into that part of my uh, career and I remember just being blown away and thinking this is not right when we were going to the um, registry of deeds to have a closing and people were signing papers on a mortgage that was 103% loans. Um, that means that they put nothing down and they got 3% back and it, there was absolutely nothing like it before. and, and these people could not afford what they were getting into, and that's what caused the, the burst. Well, let's just think about the real estate market for a minute. Um, stocks, bonds, real estate, or other assets could potentially lose money in a recession. Um, you might have to reduce your savings and use money for living expenses. And maybe you can't pay your bills if you lose your job. But um, I'm looking at stories on the news almost every day. I saw a story just really recently about a pet supply store, pet food store that I'd never heard the name before. I'm not gonna mention it. And they have like 18 locations in Massachusetts and they've just filed for bankruptcy. I haven't heard about that. Yep. And it's it's not a local store that's in our community. In fact, I have never seen one before, but uh, you'll see more bankruptcies probably, uh, personal as well as business. People can't pay their bills. But what happened, I think, in the real estate market is we had this little bubble take place, didn't we? All of a sudden, you couldn't buy real estate. Uh, prices went skyrocketing high. And then in the past few months, even, we've seen a decline in real estate prices, haven't we? We have. Um, there's been certainly a decline in real estate prices, not as much as I would have expected. It certainly has declined, and it's not that flurry of activity and, and panic from people in 2021, um, especially, and into the beginning of 2022, where they felt like they had to get into a home, and that was kind of um, spurred on by COVID. People living in apartments, and um, you know, I, I think that a lot of people, I know that a lot of people felt like we have to get a house for whatever reason, and that really caused panic and people way overspending. Uh, I actually was just on the phone with a client yesterday uh, their property is under agreement right now and they asked about a special form that they needed to have signed and I said don't worry about it it's it's basically a form that um, <clears throat> has been around for a while but it was really commonplace uh, in 2021 because people were bidding and offering sixty thousand dollars or more over the asking price of homes and so people had to sign a form that simply said, we understand that if the bank appraiser says you're buying a home for 460 and we're saying it's worth 400, you have to come up with that extra $60,000 yourself. And we saw that a lot. Well, real estate markets 
uh, prices real estate market has been a little bit topsy-turvy. First, the prices went way up, um, and now the prices have come down a little bit. So we're not going to be talking today about real estate anymore in detail about is it a good time or is it a bad time to buy or is it a good time or bad time to sell. We may touch on that a little bit. You know the thing I'll mention, you just said not to talk about anymore, but rates are still uh, relatively high, um, but the prices have not come down as much as I expected. We did not have that housing um, bubble burst that a lot of people expected um, about this time last year. Well, the central issue really is money, and you need to get prepared. When we come back um, into our third segment today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about some very specific things that people can do to try to protect themselves or insulate their assets if they can uh, to protect against it. Uh, Billy Crystal once said, by the way, it's money. I remember it from when I was single. No, that's not true. It's, I remember it when I didn't have kids. That's true. That's what it should be. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, then Woody Allen, how about this, said once, if only God would give me some clear sign, like making a large deposit in my name at a Swiss bank. You've said that quote before, and I remember it clearly. I like it, but it's been several years since you used that one. Well, i try to vary it a little bit here, if I can. All right, so let's come back and say, how, how would a recession impact you personally? We talked a little bit about the fact that you can see people getting laid off and, and uh, decline in jobs. So it's ironically a funny time right now because people are looking to hire people and they're having a difficult time still trying to hire people. And um, yet if we suddenly start having layoffs, then all of a sudden people are going to be more eager to go to work for you, aren't they? And by the way, we have a good um, wealth report from AE Wealth Management. And if you give us a call at 508-998-8858, this is called A Recessionary Tale, What History Reveals About a Potential Recession in the U.S. And this has that famous chart in it that we were just talking about a little while ago, Pete. talks about the Great Depression, which was a enormous recession, basically. But then we've had recessions in 1949, 1973 to 75, 1980 to 82, 1991, 2001, 2008 to 2009. Um, and that's when there was a global bank price credit crisis. And then as recently as 2020. So what I want to convey here is that recessions are not uncommon. They do occur periodically. We shouldn't be afraid of it, but we should do anything we can to prepare for it. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of people who um, try to predict what's happening with the economy, of course. That's all they do. Um, you know, can you predict a recession? Well, sometimes there's, you know, some leading indicators. There's, you know, uh, what's happening in the economy in general. Um, but then there's some things that come out of the blue like COVID, and that just, you know, really came out of nowhere. And that caused a, a short recession. You can't really predict things like that, um, but there are other things that you can um, look at and determine whether a recession is coming or not, or at least likely to come. So as Franklin Roosevelt said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. We're not trying to talk about the subject to make you be afraid of it, but we're talking about it to make you get a little bit more prepared for it because recessions do come periodically and they do come in cycles, and you can't time a recession, which is one of the points in this report. If you'd like a copy of this wealth report, go into usawealthgroup.com or give us a call, and we'd be happy to send you a copy of this. Um, and I guess one of the most important things that anybody should think about, Pete, is um, making sure you have a little bit of a cushion yourself. Yeah, and one of the things that we have that we are happy to hand out is, will a recession rob your retirement? That's three main keys to know. We're happy to send that to you as well or have you come by and pick it up. No, a recession won't necessarily rob your retirement depending on, you know, where you are and, and if you're already retired or not, and if so, where you have your nest egg. Um, do you have it diversified? Do you have some... Um, market um, risk or do you have it all at, at market risk 
Um, that's a lot of the things that that's our, one of our main jobs here is to help protect you and uh, your retirement nesting. Yeah, so right now the country is sitting in a very comfortable employment position in the sense that unemployment itself is, I think, 3.2% I just heard recently. And uh, that's a fairly low number. That's like almost full employment in the country. But if people start having layoffs, then that number will change. So that's what we need to be careful about. Um, so Bob Hope, do you know who Bob Hope was, Pete? Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, the, the thing I like and admire about him the most is what he did for all the um, troops the troops overseas. Yep. Yeah, he spent a lot of time overseas uh, during World War II. Bob Hope once said, I love to go to Washington, if only to be nearer to my money. Yeah, that's very true. I, one of my favorite quotes from a movie is, Independence Day with Will Smith from God, 20, 25 years ago. It was a good movie. The guy says, how do we afford to um, pay for this you know, giant government Area 51 um, underground lab and facility? And the guy says, well, what do you think? I mean, they look at the IRS and they're claiming $27,000 for a hammer and $15,000 for a toilet seat. <laughs> well, it does happen. So here's a question for you, Pete. I want to find out who said a penny saved is a penny earned. Ben Franklin. You're right. You got it right. Oh, wow. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We're overdue to take a break. We're going to be right back after a short break and tell you some things that you can do to get ready for a potential recession. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Money Wise. Our topic this morning is, are we heading for a recession and We've already said that you shouldn't be afraid of a recession, but you should get prepared for one. And this goes back to making sure you have an emergency fund set aside. Maybe you increase your emergency fund. Maybe you pay off credit card debts. But first, I want to ask you a question, Pete. I want to ask you, who said this? Early to bed, early to rise, keep you healthy, wealthy, and wise. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Was it really? Yes. <laughs> I only said that as a joke because I actually got the last one right. No, you didn't give me the answer at the at the very end of the last segment. I actually got that one, but I was joking, thinking there's no way it's Ben Franklin again. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you one more quote to see if I can stump you this morning. So far, you're two for two. For I don't care too much for money, for money can't buy me love. The Beatles. The Beatles, you're right. Okay, good. <laughs> well, more specifically, I think that was... Um, McCartney and not Lennon. Okay. Well, you've gone three for three. You're either very smart or maybe I've used these quotes too many times. <laughs> I'm not sure which. Well, so when you talked about an emergency fund, I had to, we, we've done this research for past shows, not for this show, but less than half of all Americans have $500 yeah. in emergency savings. It's true. Um, but no, one of the things that we're bad at when it comes to doing this radio show is actually giving a call to action and you know talking to you about coming in and meeting with us, picking up the phone, calling, um, making an appointment online. Um, we are very good at what we do and we like to help people. So uh, if it's something that you're concerned about, if you're already retired and concerned about, am I going to have enough money if we go into a full declared recession? Uh, to last for the rest of my life, or I'm getting close to retiring and I'd like to know how long my money might last, that's what we do here. Pick up the phone, give us a call, and we're happy to meet with you. So many people that we meet with are um, afraid and nervous when they first come in, and they say, I don't know why it took so long to actually come in. You've made this very comfortable. I was afraid that, you know, you know, you might think that, well, gee, I only have these accounts and um, you know, I should have done this or I should have done that. That's not your job. That's our job to, to help you. Well, we've seen people with assets as, as uh, 
low as $50,000 and as high as $40 million and everything in between. So there are solutions, but I want to commend your attention once again that Peter mentioned. Uh, we've got this other handout called Will a Recession Rob Your Retirement? So whether you're retired already or whether you're getting ready to retire or you want to retire in 10 years, there's things that we can suggest to you and recommend to you that would make you have a better retirement. So yes, definitely give us a call, 508-998-8858. We're here to help. So here's some things to that are included in this little document, Will a Recession Rob Your Retirement? It's more than money at stake. It's not stock market shares. Um, yes, unemployment may increase and jobs may be lost, but maybe you're already retired or you're close to retirement. Maybe the decision might be to take an earlier retirement um, than you plan. So let's talk about... Um, that we can pass out to you. We can, we're happy to provide it, and we get a lot of information. We can show you how to calculate what your budget is. We've got budget forms we can provide. And if you don't know what your income is versus your expenses and see that on a piece of paper, then you need to take care of uh, doing a budget form. Yeah, and, and that's really one of the main things that we have to start with always is we need to know, okay, you're not retired yet. Here's what your budget looks like. Um, are you comfortable in your lifestyle now, or would you like to you know, maybe go and, and dine out a little more? Are you dining out all the time, and maybe you need to cut back a little bit on that? Um, when you're retired, are you going to be primarily staying at home, uh, working on home projects and remodeling? Um, that's, we see a lot of that. Or are you going to want to travel? When you retire, what amount of your income is going to go away? Uh, how are we going to make up for that income gap so that you do have a comfortable retirement? So it's a, it starts with a budget and then an income plan, uh, and then we look at all your assets and figure out a, a good scenario for you. Well, you know, Pete, any good financial professional will tell you that the earlier you can save, the better. We've seen so many examples of that over the decades that we've been helping people. Um, but a lot of things come in the way, don't they? Like... Uh, buying a new home or paying for college or recovering. A furnace breaks. Yeah, a furnace breaks. Uh, I just had some pipes freeze at my house recently with a sudden flash of cold we have. That was fun. And um, But as you said, 25% of non-retired adults don't have anything saved for retirement. That can be a real problem. We need to talk to you. Um, but there's many, many things you can do. Like I said, the budget is number one in our list. And then secondly, we want to take a look at your asset list. What does your own personal nest egg look like? Is it all stuck in low interest investments? Um, do you need to make some more money before that uh, you plan to retire? Um, it's never too late to start um, most of the time. Well, there's always something that we can do. That's the the real message is regardless, um, irregardless of your situation, there's always something that we can do to assist you, give some type of advice, do something uh, to help out your particular situation. But you have to know what you have to work with, and we have to know what you have to work with. So yes, budget, we need to know what your income and your expenses are. And by the way, I don't know if you realize it or not, ladies and gentlemen, most people don't spend a lot less in retirement than they did when they were working. They think, well, I'm not going to spend as much money when I'm retired. Um, you're going to still spend 80 to 90% of what you're spending right now. People don't cut back on their lifestyle very much when they retire. And so in order to look at this, we not only need to know what your budget, your income expenses are, but we want to see what assets you have accumulated. Do you have any retirement accounts like IRAs or 401ks or 403bs? Do you know how to manage those properly? Do you know that in most cases, if you're 59 and a half, if you're not happy where that money is invested, you can do what's called an in-service distribution and take out money earlier and maybe put it into an IRA account? Do you have money in an IRA account? Do you know what the benefits are of setting that up? Do you have stocks or bonds or mutual funds? All of that needs to be analyzed for you. So. That's one of the things that you help people do, don't you, Pete? It is. Um, I can do with uh, uh, Randy, um, who works here in the office, and she's the radio producer. 
Uh, we do a Morningstar report, and that goes into great detail. Uh, it shows really all the little nitty-gritty of your uh, retirement accounts. So do you know the show Family Guy, Pete? Remember the show Family Guy? No, I've never heard of it. you never heard of it? Yes, you have. Well, here's a quote from Family Guy. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. The only color that really matters is green. Think about that one. I, like I thought that, that was a very profound quote from Family Guy. Well, it's interesting, that's for sure, I guess. So, Pete, I guess one of the things we have to be thinking about is if we do end up with a recession, is it likely to be a short recession or a long recession? Which we have, with the goofy look. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Um, kind of a silly question in some ways. No, now we're going to wrap up everything with some things that you should and should not do during a recession, How um, what a recession really means to the average person. But most uh, pundits, if you will, um, think that we will have a recession, but it will be a short one, which is good news. Okay. Well, the interesting thing is the Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, a number of uh, major publications in this country um, have articles that say, uh, for example, from the Wall Street Journal, forecasters put a 61% likelihood or probability that we will have a recession in the next 12 months. And it's again, it's not all doom and gloom. We just like to share with you useful information, but um, we try to give as much hopeful information at the same time. One article that um, is uh, from the Wall Street Journal as well is the states um, are flush with cash, which could possibly uh, soften a recession, um, especially because a lot of uh, city state employees um, would probably not be laid off even if we did end up in a recession. Um, and it simply says that there was such a rapid economic recovery from the pandemic um, and then also with the um, federal stimulus money that came in that the states have a lot of reserves uh, right now. And unlike the federal government, the state and local governments have to balance their budgets every year, which means that if there is a fall in tax revenues, um, they don't have to cut the jobs um, and laying, laying off the workers. So. Well, I also think it's true, though, as a general proposition, Pete, that state and federal jobs and local government jobs are generally pretty recession-proof anyways, wouldn't you think so? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, you have to have, you know, your public works department working. You can't have trash piling up. You can't have streets that are unpaved um, and, you know, go with potholes and, and unplowed and all that. Well, the interesting thing about these articles, and by the way, the article I was just talking about from the Wall Street Journal um, came out in the middle of January of 2023. Um, a similar article in the Wall Street Journal, uh, which came out very recently, said that if there is going to be a recession, they think it'll be over by 2024. And um, there was a survey done of uh, CEOs, chief executive officers, saying that they do expect a recession, but don't think it'll last a long time. But I think the important question always is, what does it mean for the average individual? What does it mean for the average person listening today? Yep, and so we're going to get into all that uh, right around the corner at the our, our next and final break. We're going to get into what does it mean for you listening? Um, how is it going to affect you? Things that you should and should not do during a recession. We're also going to um, rehash a show that has been very popular which is some top tips and tricks on how to save money and you know, cutting the cord of cable, how to save money at the grocery store, all those kind of things. Um, we've had a lot of uh, feedback on those shows in the past, so we'll do one of those coming up in the next several weeks. Maybe we ought to have some quotations also when we come back from some of our favorites like George Carlin. So uh, one of the things he said once is, if you can't beat them, arrange to have them beaten. So, George Carlin, with that uh, pleasant note, we will be right back after our last break of the morning. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So we've been talking a little bit about recession, and I guess a lot of people in this country, Pete, just think that we are going to have a recession. So what does it mean for the average person? Well, for one thing, uh, during a recession, the entire economy is down, and everyone will feel some kind of an impact one way or the other. And there's less money in circulation, unemployment numbers tend to rise, and so there's decreased spending in general. And that's one of the big things that you should do in a recession is decrease your spending. Yep. Uh, we talked earlier about how less than 50% of Americans have even $500 saved as a, a reserve. And I, I don't have it right in front of me, but we've talked about it before. You really need to have a six-month reserve um, you know, emergency fund. And with many Americans, most Americans, not even having $500 saved, that's obviously a big problem. So um, even more so now than ever, uh, decrease your spending, maybe dine out less, uh, but uh, certainly be much more cautious about what you're doing with your funds in the recession. So if an official recession is announced, though, that what it basically means is the overall economy is shrinking. And we've seen some evidence of that, as I mentioned earlier in the show, that retail spending was down during the month of December, which historically issues is the best month of the year in terms of people spending money. So I think people are afraid and people are concerned. And again, it's not all doom and gloom. Um, these things have to happen. We have to go through recessions. Uh, we, we have to go through contractions uh, to expand. And usually um, in, in, in almost every single case when there's a recession, the economy will boom after. So, so let, let's talk about what it means for the average person, though. It means that... Um, it will hurt the labor market, number one. Um, potentially some people can lose their job because if you have higher unemployment, uh, that means the economy is shrinking and it means consumer spending goes down, people don't spend as much. I don't know about you, but I'm not spending as much money as I usually do. I've tried to cut back on purchases. And if you have a whole country that's trying to do the same thing, then spending gets reduced and the economy goes downwards, it adjusts downward. I've got a, a bunch of new gold teeth just in the other day, and a, you like my new gold necklace? I, got, I just bought this the other day. Is that a schmuck remark? Yes, it is, although maybe investing in gold isn't the worst idea, but... Uh. Well, not in that fashion. In any event, when if consumer spending goes down, it makes businesses uh, rethink their business operations they may have to lay off people and then those people have to worry about i mean there's there are people especially in uh, the tech industries and um you know there are some major companies that are laying off a lot of people um there's one company locally in in providence that laid off a lot of employees and i was having a conversation the other day saying how would you feel as somebody who did not get laid off how comfortable would you feel with you know your your long-term career at this company and well, you're going to worry about it you're going to worry about wage cuts or <clears throat> reduced hours or maybe the company's not going to be offering bonuses that they offered in the past so if you historically get a bonus maybe you shouldn't plan to rely on a bonus if you're uh, losing your job you know do you have health insurance or do you have to get onto cobra or yeah. uh, some other type of health insurance that's a, a big issue to consider as well well, the other thing that happens generally is if we do begin a recession, the stock market itself uh, generally will drop, and that is going to impact investors. And uh, So there's a lot of factors that play into this. It means that everything else in general is more expensive. And the stock market hasn't you know, really reacted to what's going on in, in general with the world and with the economy itself as much as it used to. It, it sort of has its own little uh, mind of its own, but it does react uh, often, just not all the ways uh, that it used to. But yeah, um, going to what you were just talking about, everything's more expensive with interest rates hiked. Now it's going to um, you know, create obviously more um, expenses at the grocery stores everybody's seeing. Um, it's not just the eggs that are more expensive right now because of that um, virus that was going around killing all the chickens. It's all the food. Yeah, the uh, avian bird flu. Your rent is going to go up. The electricity is going to go up. Um, it's And that may, basically really pinches you and makes your money not go as far. Um, so you, you're probably not going to be able to maintain the same quality of life, at least most people. So let's talk about some specific things. Uh, a recession, by the way, might impact your ability to get a loan. 
So if you're thinking of doing a loan, you need to do it you know, maybe sooner than later or a home equity loan, for example. I just had somebody in my office recently who was planning to do a home equity loan. And um, when you do that, take a look at the interest rates. If you have an adjustable interest rate, um, that could actually be a problem. But how can you prepare for a possible recession? Number one, start paying down your debt. Especially those that have a high interest rate like credit cards, as I spoke well, credit, about earlier. Yeah, credit card balance is basically going to cost you more money when interest rates go up. So get much more aggressive about paying off credit cards. That means don't spend as much. So if everybody does the same thing and doesn't spend as much, what that means is that you are helping to contribute to the recession, right? And save for an emergency fund. We've all talked about emergency funds. Susie Orman always says have an emergency fund. But you should have an emergency fund. Have at least three months worth of living expenses if you can do it. So if you lose your job, um, you can continue to pay your rent or whatever has to get paid, your mortgage payments. And, and I, I've known, uh, I know quite a few people who have been laid off um, in just the last few months. Uh, you know, maybe it's if you're younger and you're listening, or if you're listening and you have children or grandchildren who don't have a really set defined career yet or something that they're really happy about, Talk to them about having uh, more of a recession-proof career. Um, you know, if, if, I mean, just as an example, I've, with the cold weather that we had coming in, I've got some friends who are plumbers, one in particular, and he was just working around the clock, and, and that's a recession-proof career, a plumber, electrician, sure and all those kind of... Yep, it sure is. But maybe take a part-time job doing something else, so you've got another little source of income coming in if you have to have it. If you're retired, obviously, you're not going to be in the same position. What about investing during volatile times, Pete? Get more conservative? Well, I can't really give very specific advice, but there's a lot of people who, you know, when the market goes down or when a particular stock or mutual fund goes down, their reaction is to sell it. And that's, in most cases, not really what you want to do. Um, it's basically timing the market and hardly anyone is ever going to win out by timing or trying to time the market. So usually, depending on the situation that you're in and what you're actually in, you know, you can speak to me about it. I'd be happy to offer advice and, and go over any portfolio that you have. Um, usually, it's best to kind of weather the storm and not, you know, just cut your losses. But it, again, again depends on the individual investment. But I guess in general, if you're retired or planning to retire soon, maybe you ought to be thinking about getting more conservative in how you're invested. Well, that's, I mean, you and I have a fairly similar mindset in terms of once somebody is getting ready to retire or already retired, we like to try to protect as much principal as possible. And, you know, the types of advice that I give for those who are, um, you know, want to stay in the market, and you know we do recommend a portion of it stay in the market, but that you get a little bit more conservative with that as well, depending on your age and where you are with your other assets. Well, in general, um, recessions impact people with lower income or middle income the most. <clears throat> people who have very high income usually aren't going to be impacted as much. Well, but they are saying that there's a new catchphrase going around called a rich session. We're not going to have time to get into that now, but it um, goes into pretty good detail. It's another Wall Street Journal article. Actually, this was a USA Today article on what's a rich session. There's, there's two. One's a Wall Street Journal and one's a USA Today. You know what? That means we're both right. <laughs> Gee, how about that? Well, it basically says, you know, the people who are really well off and wealthy could actually be hurt more than usual with this next recession. And it goes into some details and statistics as to why that's the case. But So quick summary, in like 30 seconds, get more conservative, get safer, pay down high interest rate credit cards if you can possibly do so, because if you should get laid off or have a problem with income, um, you want to not be paying those higher interest rates. Yeah, and don't get an adjustable rate mortgage right now with um, how crazy and fluctuating the, mar the markets are and the rates are. A few good points. If you're in the house buying market, you might be looking at lower house prices. Or if you're buying a car, you might be seeing car prices come down. Car prices have come down, both new and especially used. Used car prices have plummeted compared to where they were even two months ago. Um, but, you know, the last tip that I'll give you is 
pick up the phone, give us a call. We've got some free stuff that we can mail to you or you can swing by the office. Our office is very um, friendly. People are always welcome here and they love to see the dogs. If you're not a dog lover, just let us know. They can stay down the other end. Come and meet with us. We can always do something to help you in your situation. And the last important tip of the day, uh, this is from Ken Hubbard. If you want to double your money, the safest way to double your money is to fold it over once and put it in your pocket. That's a really ridiculous one, but okay. All right. Glad you enjoyed it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to help you. Not everyone can be an expert, but there are many, many things we can talk to you about and show you, um, help you not to be impacted as much if we should actually start this recession that a lot of people are predicting. So give us a call, make an appointment, come see Pete, come see me, and uh, we're here to help you. Nobody can be an expert on everything, but this is what we try to do. And you can try. You like to try to be an expert on everything. Well, I try. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your smart remarks, Pete. I really <laughs> appreciate it. We'll see you next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. This radio show is a paid placement.